Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 62. Thank you very much for joining me for this week's episode. When I tell you that I am in the flow state today, I don't know what's come over me, but I have been one very productive gal today. I've got absolutely all sorts done and I'm having one of those days where everything is feeling very easy. I've even hung my washing up. I I took a photo and sent it to my mum because that's unheard of. And it's quarter to ten on Friday night and the ideas are just flowing to me with ease. So I'm feeling fantastic and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to record my podcast on time. So check me out. Thank you for joining me. Right, so this week I'm going to talk to you about the importance of asking for feedback and forgiving feedback too. So as you know, I've recently started the Vibe Tribe and we've just done the first month and now we're at the very start of the second month and I'm loving it. But it's brand new to me. I've never done anything like it before and I knew before I started it, that it was not going to be perfect in the early days. And that's probably, well, definitely, what stopped me from doing it way back when I first had the idea over a year ago. But thankfully, I decided to stop waiting and start doing, learn on the job. And I'm very glad that I did, because if you wait until you're ready or until something's perfect, then you're never even going to start because it never will be perfect. And you've got to learn as you go sometimes and this is one of those things and everyone starts somewhere so it's really important to just embrace your mistakes and go for it knowing that you're going to improve with experience but the fastest way to improve anything is to ask for feedback and when you ask for feedback on your performance no matter what area it is in your life then you're creating an opportunity for yourself to learn to grow and to improve The problem is that as humans, we can't take any type of criticism well, usually. We usually take it to heart and get a little bit emotionally attached to it. And because of that, we generally avoid it at all costs, unless it's positive. So when you get over that fear of being wrong or making a mistake or hearing something that you might feel a bit uncomfortable with, or just not quite hitting the target that you'd hoped for, then you're really entering yourself into the small bracket of people who've got the highest chance of success. Because when you take all your emotions out of it and just look at it for what it is, it's an opportunity. So the key is to put those emotions to the side for that and look at the feedback as if you've been given this opportunity rather than taking it as some kind of insult. And I've got a friend who will give anyone (laughs) feedback in any situation, both positive and negative. She's very fair about it. And although it can feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes, and sometimes I'm a bit like looking the other direction, I really admire that quality about her because you can trust that she's always going to give you the truth as it is, whether it's positive or negative, and it's always fair. And it always includes suggestions on how to make it better. So I really like that about her and she doesn't make it weird and awkward after because there's no reason to do that unless you're taking something to heart or you're giving feedback in a way that's a little bit emotive rather than just factual. So we used to go to this swim fit class once upon a time when we're on a health kick and they once switched up the instructor for another lady and this lady who'd started running it was miles faster than the other one 
and it turned out that she used to do like the step classes she wasn't used to doing this swim fit class and she'd been given it um and she'd given it a go and she'd done like all the exercises that you could do in the swim fit class but it was really fucking fast like we could not keep up at all we're just all like thrashing about like we're in a scene off jaws so after the class she calmly went and gave very you know straightforward true feedback and as a result of that the following week with the same instructor it was so much better because she'd taken it on board and adapted her teaching to fix the issue she was going too fast she was forgetting that we had like water resistance so from then on it was a really really good class again and we kept going now if she hadn't have received that feedback and if my friend Alex hadn't have given it her then she would have likely continued teaching us like that, like we were on land. And as a result of that, what would have happened is people would have stopped going to the class, the numbers would have dropped, it would have probably got flagged up that the numbers were dropping, uh, people would have been bitching about her behind her back, no doubt, and saying that she was a crap instructor. And she might even have ended up having some kind of meeting with the manager about her performance, who knows. And all of that was avoided by her being given and happily receiving and acting upon feedback on how to improve. So we can apply this principle to help us with our own self-development and to keep growing and improving in all areas of our life. And some of those areas that you might want to ask for feedback in or even give feedback is your relationship with your partner if you've got one. So you can be specific with your questions rather than just say like, how am I doing? Which is very open-ended and doesn't really make the person feel as comfortable with giving feedback you could ask them something specific like what can I do this week to make you feel more loved and it might just be something as simple as taking a task off them so it might be that they say oh well you could cut the tea a couple of times this week or you could get up and walk the dog in the morning so I can have a lie-in and then return the feedback if they're open to it um with your children you might want to ask something like how can we spend more quality time together or something like that. I once had a child in my class um, and he was struggling with his behaviour both in school and at home and his parents were really coming to the end of the tether with him because they didn't know what to do. He's left now, he's not at our school anymore. But he, it turned out that basically he just wanted to spend some time with them so he was given a reward for trying really hard with his behaviour and I remember being shocked at what it was because he had a in-school one and a at-home one. And I was thinking that he was going to ask for like extra playtime or to go on the computers or at home maybe to like get something like a new toy. And the two things that he asked for really stuck in my mind. It was a few years ago now. And at school, he wanted to eat his dinner with me for one dinner. And at home, he wanted to play a board game with his mum and dad and it really I remember it like brought me out it's making me a bit emotional thinking about it now but if we hadn't have given him the opportunity to say what he needed then we wouldn't have uncovered the reason for that behavior and it was just that he felt like he didn't wasn't getting enough positive attention and that was all it was so it was a really easy fix um so you could ask something like that you could ask them how can I help you to stay in fucking bed and go to sleep? Is it Velcro pyjamas that you need? Is it extra cowpole? So when you're asking your questions, be quite specific about uh, giving them the opportunity to say what they need to improve in whatever area it is. 
So after 58 long, arduous lessons and four failed driving tests, I asked my examiner for feedback on how I could improve. And he said, you could simply stop going round the roundabouts the wrong way. (laughs) So I fixed it and I passed in just a mere five attempts. So top drive. I did have a crash the week after, but we're not going to talk about that. So if you are at work, you could ask your employer something like, how could I be more valuable to the company? And if you are the employer, you could ask something like, how can we feel more, val- uh, how can we make you feel more valued? Or like, what would make your work day easier? And then you can go ahead and swiftly install the large Prosecco dispenser in the staff room. But you can apply this idea to any area that you want to improve in your life and anything that you're not happy with. And don't forget to offer the feedback as well as to receive it. So like I was saying, when you're asking for feedback or you're giving it, it's very good to be specific, non-emotional and constructive. So if you went for a meal and you didn't enjoy your food, what you could do is swap your lie or your complaint for feedback. So when the waiter comes over and says, did you enjoy your meal? Is everything all right? Avoid saying, yeah, it was lovely, thanks, when you thought it wasn't or no, it was shit, because then they're likely to get offended and they're not going to be listening to what you're saying. Neither of those are providing any opportunity for improvement. So you could be specific, you say something like, yeah, the steak was really nice, it was cut really well, but the vegetables were cold and the sauce was too peppery. And then next time you go, it's going to be much better, it's going to be different, because they'll remember that and they'll much more likely to act on it, because it's not like a bollocking, if that makes sense. A new restaurant opened a few months ago near me. Um, If you live near me, it was Tipico, down Norwich. Well, good. And they just got started, and it was very imperfect the first time we went. It was a bit of a delay getting the food, and things were coming out at the wrong time. And there was a few things. It was just like teething problems. But the main thing, the main concern for me, was that the wine was warm. (laughs) And I had to say something about that, so we told them. And now, every single time, now they've got over the general like teething problems of starting a restaurant, they've really improved in all of those areas. But every single time we've been in since, they've already got glasses in the freezer ready for us when they see our name on the booking. And they give us a cup of ice without me even needing to ask. So as a result of that, I go a lot now because they've got it exactly right. The food's lovely, the service is lovely, they've acted on the feedback that I gave them and you can't ask for more than that so it's a very quick way for them to improve and when I was a student teacher I had two really lovely mentors at my current school who have since become my very close friends and after every observation that I'd have they'd put in the effort to give me really clear like specific areas for improvement so that I could do better next time and it was actually a piece of piss to get better next time because all I had to do was read it, take action on exactly what they've told me to do and do it and then I always got a better feedback the next time because I was taking action and I went from knowing very little about teaching to becoming a fantastic teacher and yes I am blowing my own trumpet there because I was. And it wasn't really that hard to get there because their feedback made that journey from not great to fantastic pretty easy. Think about all of the potentially really good things that you've started in your life or that you've been a part of. It could be a relationship, it could be a job that you have ended up finishing 
because it got too much or something went too wrong and you didn't know about it. So if it was a relationship and you didn't ever ask for any feedback about how you were playing your part in that, maybe something could have been prevented from happening if you'd have had that conversation between you both ways, not just one way, of course. And in jobs, if you've been let go from a job, it might have been that the person who employed you didn't have enough balls to give you the feedback and had to say, you know, there wasn't enough work or whatever it was. When in actual fact, if you'd have gone and actively asked for feedback, they might have been able to tell you where you were going wrong and that might have made you a more valuable employer and maybe you would have worked in that job for longer. Not that it really matters, guys, because obviously everything happens for a reason. So if your boyfriend left you, your girlfriend left you, your wife, your husband, your employer sat you, who gives a fuck? Because it was supposed to happen anyway. But what I mean is if you have started something and it didn't go as you planned, then maybe it could have gone as you had planned if you'd have asked for specific feedback on how you could improve it. So, for example, I've just posted in the Vibe Tribe group now asking for feedback on how I can improve it and I've already picked it apart and looked at everything and thought about how I want to improve it but there might be something on there that I've not already thought of or that I've not noticed that I could improve further and who doesn't want to keep improving and make it the best it can be especially if it's something that you are passionate about. One of my listeners just recently sent me a message to say that they would really like to have like a bit of an overview of the main key point of the podcast or a list of whatever, you know, like if I've recommended books or if I've said, why don't you try this, this and this, to put those in the show notes. So that's what I'm going to start doing from now on because that was a really good idea that I hadn't thought of at all. Seeking out feedback from people who are doing the same as you, if it's a work thing or even a hobby or anything like that, something some kind of skill that you're trying to master whether that be your job or something you're interested in asking for feedback from somebody who you look up to who you admire who you see as already doing a really good job is another great way to get valuable feedback and I know from experience that when I've reached out to other podcasters especially uh, one in particular Fran if you listen to the law of attraction change my life she's given me some fantastic feedback that I've applied and it's had significant improvements because of it so ask people that you look up to that you respect that you think are doing a great job and that you aspire to be like for help and now I'm very pleased to say that I get lots of people asking me for advice about podcasting and I'm always happy to give that advice. I'm never going to hold on to it and say, well, what if they're successful? That's not how it works. If you've got a growth mindset, then you'll be happy to share any information that's going to help somebody else to improve. So seek it out and ye shall find. And if you have been putting something off that you want to start, that you want to try, that you want to learn, that you want to become, please stop putting it off. Just go for it. Everybody has to start somewhere. Sometimes you've just got to learn on the job and be comfortable with the fact that you're not going to get it right at first and nobody does. Everybody in the world, no matter how good they are at something, has a starting point. And there's satisfaction in the process of improvement, loads of satisfaction. So don't be put off, go for it, give it a go and ask for feedback, act on that feedback 
and you are definitely 100% going to be significantly improving your practice of whatever it is every single time that you do that. So I hope that you have found this episode useful. It's a bit of a shorter one, I know, because one of the things that I have been hoping to improve is to stop waffling quite as much and give you more information and more value in a slightly shorter time. So it was a bit of a challenge for me today, which is why um, it's a bit shorter. But I hope you've found it useful. If you have, please feel free to leave me some feedback by leaving me a review, particularly on Apple, please, if you've got a second. It will help me massively to grow this podcast, to have a wider audience, reach more people and help more of you. So thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you next week. Bye.